Okay. Second take. I actually did a podcast, uploaded it, and <laughs> only one second went up. Anyway, so let me let me try and summarize it because I, I I can't go through this post mortem for the second time. My head hurts. I, I predicted a 3-1, we lost 3-0 so I guess that's a positive, you know god damn it okay the first the first half okay, just from the beginning of the match it looked positive, Mourinho was you know, he was, he looked he didn't look glum, he looked energized you are standing next to the players that, you know, he's been lambasting for the past two years two years, standing next to the players, he saw a little, you know, mascot kid smiled, leant over, put his hand for a pound, the kid pounded him, not like, not not pounded him, you know what I mean, yeah, and then, you know, from the onset, Man United started pressing, which is, you know, day and night from how Mourinho's tactics have been for the past two years, Man United, they usually sit back and let any other team have the ball, which sucks because we have a lot of technically gifted players, technically sound players, players who like to combine, attack, push forward. And um, yeah, so we were pressing high. The Both fullbacks were pushing high. We were putting pressure on, United, on uh, Spurs' uh, keeper, their defense, and the Spurs were actually were forcing them into making mistakes. Uh, which leads me to Lukaku. Lukaku had an open goal. As you know, in the first take, I said that okay, you know, we can, I can be sympathetic with him because anyone can make that mistake. Now, so on second thought, no, fuck that. You can't have an open goal, and even though it's on his weak foot and he's actually horrible technically with his, with his strong foot, his left foot. Even though it was on his right foot, you can't kick it across the goal and miss. You know what I mean? Jesus, Lukaku. Go and check in each, if you can find highlights in each of the first three matches, including Spurs, Leicester, Brighton, Spurs. Lukaku had a bad miss in each of them. Technically, he's shit. He's shit. If you remember the first the Leicester game, he came off the bench. He was, someone slipped him through. He was one on the keeper. He kicked it straight to the keeper. It went through the keeper's legs, went off his heel, and then... Uh, went off the keeper's heel and then went on top of the the net. One on one, the keeper. Then the Brighton match should be the first half. He had another good chance and he swiped it. He scuffed the shot. Clean past the post. Wrong side of the post. Then this match, open goal. And he kicks it across the fucking goal. And, and that's the thing with Lukaku. Technically, he's so horrible. That's why I love technically, you know, players who are good technically. We have, and we have a lot of them, especially in the midfield. No, you know what? We even have good, we have a good one, a brilliant one, Anthony Martial. He should be playing. And if you notice Martial, when, even when he's playing as a winger, what he likes to do is he likes to tuck into that inside forward, um, that inside, the inside left forward position. And what he likes to do, if he's like back to go, or no matter what position, he'll like do the half turn open his body up to, you know, the striker and the right forward or the number 10, you know, signal, uh, signal, signal, uh, sig- signaling, Jesus, signal, it's, oh my God, 
pointing out that okay guys let's do a one two let's do combos let's do triangles just nice crisp one touch passes let's get out of this funk and all of a sudden someone is through on go you know to take a shot creates opportunities he's got those quick feet he's got that awareness he's got the technique to pull it off you should napoli are good at that uh, i actually started watching napoli for the first time syria they like doing those you know one touch triangles one twos yeah and obviously city are good that yeah so we have Marcel. get lukaku off and rashford is, is also good which jesus christ please get rid of lukaku Juvent juventus are here they want a striker in january if he plays well until january hopefully we can trick juventus and we get rid of him god damn it um so what are we talking about um i'm trying to summarize uh smalling looked assured but that's because under Herrera, i think because there was an extra body which was under Herrera. you know and that was weird you have under Herrera and my and you choose herrera as a third center back but then I guess that's because, you know, Matic is slow. I don't know why. Why pick him if he's slow? He can't recover. He can't contribute. He can barely run. And this is, oh, I guess he played in the World Cup, right? But if you've noticed, like, even Chelsea's last few seasons, even the season away, I think he was good. He played well for about three, four months and he disappeared. Lethargic, tired. Last season again, he played well the first few weeks, disappeared. And you, you could see he was so fatigued, but Mourinho kept playing him because, you know, he fit the criteria for Mourinho players. You must be 76, you must be tall, you must be strong. Fuck everything else. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, we have Fosu Mensa who's gone on loan everywhere to Timbuktu. He's strong, he's fast, he's mobile, technically he's very good. Attacking-wise, he's good. And, and I'm saying it here first. He's a number six and a great one. He's not a right... He can't play right back, center back, blah, 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 blah. But he should be our starting number six. We have the guy. It should be forced to Mensa. Bring him back in January. Sell Matic. And, you know, Scott McTominay can be the backup. Let Michael Carrick, you know, just give him more, you know, um, help, him, help him to clean up his passes and to be more... Uh, confident in passing forward and you know going forward yeah so smalling you know i was looking at smalling i was like hey smalling looks assured you know what i mean there was that chance that ali missed uh the one which i think matish is yeah matches john who fucked it up he got caught out they slipped through uh Dele ali and smalling you know went on the ground but he managed to recover but that's only because ali was dithering and uh under his career we've totally destroyed his career very good number eight box to box tenacious loves to pass it forward loves to you know to get things moving very progressive student of bielsa <sighs> and now he's playing as a third center back when there's nemanja matic there the fuck what else what else what else what else Mm, oh, and Fred, Fred kept on appearing in advanced rows, which is good, you know. And actually, he's also he's technically also very good, but he he kind of there's a bit of panic in him. He scuffed across, or so I like to see him dribble, but if 
Pogba is the number 10. He's not 8, he's not a 6. I don't care that he won the World Cup. I don't care that Mourinho keeps on putting him back there just because he's tall and strong. Pogba is a number 10. He is a number 10. He's a creative player. If Pogba and Fred swapped positions so that Pogba was the one who ended up in those attacking positions, I think we would have seen more product. And Pogba kept on being behind the ball, which is not where he's supposed to be. Check out the Everton match that we played away from home. We were brilliant that day. And Pogba was, you know, Pogba was on his shit that day. Lingard also shout outs to him. He looks a tad bit more assured. I guess he got confidence from England. Mourinho probably, you know, stroked him a bit for coming off his holiday early. He's dyed his hair blonde. He's probably learned a new dance or something like that. But the thing with Lingard is that even even before he was cemented in the Manu team and in England, he was very good at combination play, combining with players, you know, very good at he's able to to pick out those situations and pull them off with other players. But when it came to the final pass, the final shot, he always sucked, you know. Always sucked. You'd scuff it, stand on the ball, you'd then you do that look in the sky, squint his face and go, oh, fuck off, you know. Yeah. So that was, I guess, yeah, for the first half, that, that was it. Did I, did I lambast Lukaku? I talked about him missing in each of the three chances, right? Missing good chances. Yeah, and then um, second half, United were tired. I guess Spurs changed something. I didn't, I didn't analyze how, you know, changed up Spurs but United were tired they looked tired Spurs you know changed it up and shagged us shagged us properly it's just like go after go after go Phil Jones went to sleep you know against Harry Kane you know out swinging ball you know he should have you know dug his elbow into Harry Kane's soul a bit you know just to put him off or to you know not to give Hurricane such a free head. And then uh, Antonio Valencia, he's the one who was standing on that post. The ball goes out and he starts now he starts now walking out. I don't know why. Stay on the post. Not a phantom. I, I, I'm beginning to dislike Valencia. Oh, speaking of Valencia, in, my, in the last episode I told you the team, you know, as the... As a director of football for and chief scout for Man United, I told you the players that I would want. I forgot to do the right backs. Right backs, we have uh, Dalot or Dalot should be Dalot is Portuguese. I should check the correct pronunciation for his name. I just saw clips of him, you know, against Liverpool. He looks very good. Looks, you know, like he can combine with attack properly. He looks defensively sound. He looks technically sound. He looks good, and I think he's nineteen twenty. So. I'm happy for him. But the other right back that we should get is uh, Guillermo uh, Varela. He was actually played for for us, you know, in the academy. He was sent to Madrid, didn't do anything there. Sent to a German team. He was sent back, you know, for for getting a tattoo, I think, which got infected. Yeah, and then Man United got rid of him. He went back to Uruguay. But every time I see, you know, Varela play, he looks good. He looks intelligent. He looks tenacious. He, you know, he looks energetic. Technically, he's very good. He's a very good crosser. 
I remember there was one game where Louis Van Gaal put him in and actually put him as a, you know, as a number eight or a number six. And he was actually doing very well. He knew where everyone was. He was spreading the ball around the pitch very nicely. Much more than Wayne Rooney could ever do. And he, he should really be at Manchester United. Varela and uh, Dalot should be our right backs. End of story. So on to that. Where was I? Yeah, so Lucas Mora scored two. The second goal was nice. I like that one. That was proper technical speed player twisting twisting <laughs> twisting a central defender Twitter down like no man's business. Very good. I mean happy for him he had a rough time at PSG. He rejected us if you remember. Which also hurts that we a player who rejected us, you know, we've given him, you know, reprieve. Whatever reprieve means. You know. So we'll just skip skip to the end. We got hammered. And then I see Mourinho walking on the pitch. Not straight down, you know, straight down the the length of the pitch to the tunnel because it's just straight. He goes into the pitch. I'm like, where, where is this Chelsea legend going? Where is this, where is this guy going? And he goes to look sure. The guy who has been lambasting for over two years, which to me, that's like abusive that's a bullying what he's been doing to Luke Shaw even against the Leicester match after Luke Shaw had a sound performance scored his first goal when you asked about Luke Shaw he said he only had one mistake he had a good day only had one mistake fuck you if I was Luke Shaw I would have you know just shrugged him off with the elbow yo get off me bro and he went to Luke Shaw then he did the obligatory pat on the back to Pogba make everyone you know the public so that we think as if everything's okay Pogba didn't even pay him no mind. And then the weird part was the long, drawn-out, awkward clapping um, at the Stratford end. Picked up the scarf, puckered his lips, you know, nodding up and down like, okay, you know, like, it's, I think he was recognizing, okay, I've seen you. I've seen you guys. You're still here. You're still, it's me and you. It's me and you in this together. We're still here. We're the only ones who have showed up. The players on the pitch did, you know, fuck all. And the straightforward, the straightforward end, they were just clapping there. What are you guys doing? He's been terrible. Get him out. You should be booing him. Tell him to get the fuck out. And they're busy there standing there. I don't know if they... I guess it's a good thing because it shows that, you know, it... It shows that if you come into our house, you are not. We are not going to be on the opposition side and be against our manager. Like you are not going to get that from us, which is good. But again, two years. It's been two years of dross. Get Mourinho the fuck out. Hopefully, we can lose so that Woodward can get, grow some balls and get him the fuck out. And get Gab Makoti uh, as our director of football. That guy is a shit. Um, and then he, in the post, post-match interviews with Jeff Shreves, I believe, he took a shot at Jones. He asked him something. John, uh, Phil Jones's name came up. He came off injured. And then Mourinho was like, I don't know. I don't know what injury he has. I, you know, as if to say, like, he, he, he cowered off the pitch. He just walked off, you know, as a coward. Left everyone else to fight. Why put people on blast like that? 
and what's up with the man united dressing room why can't they why can't they get this guy out of here anyway i, I don't want us to become one of those clubs like chelsea and madrid that have that unruly behavior but Mourinho, i'm sorry he deserves it chelsea please come and get your legend come and get your 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 best manager please get him inter milan please come and get him and i don't know how ed woodward you saw how the way out it ended at chelsea the second they were losing and he was blaming the players the same thing they were losing though if he stayed they were going to get relegated that's how bad they were go and check their run they were going to get relegated the first champions in my lifetime to get relegated and he was doing the same thing blaming the players i told them not to allow marius to go on the left side blaming the players calling them rats was it him who called them rats or something like that? not a fan and you go and you hire him on top of hiring him and seeing him play shit football for two years and be so negative you go and extend his contract Ed Woodward what the fuck is going on with you man bruh bruh sparks oh my god come on Ed wake up I guess let's let us lose the next match and hopefully Ed Woodward can fire him. Get Gab Makoti as the director of football, please. Thank you. I'm out. Why am I saying thank you? I, I don't know. Uh, come on, you Reds. Uh.